0: Getting the best out of LinkedIn, this is The Learning Podcast with Ennio Sung. Welcome to today's episode of Learning with Me, Media. Anyone who's spent time to maintain a presence and engage with people on social media knows that it's work. So it's perhaps no surprise that some people would take every chance to try and cheat on social networks like LinkedIn. These people use what I call black hat LinkedIn monkey methods in front of the target audience, I hope to get them to be interested in doing business. They don't want to put in the work that it takes to connect and engage properly. In today's episode, I will tell you some of the black ad methods to avoid using LinkedIn, and equally importantly, that you should at least recognize what they are and stay clear of them, because these methods really convince anyone to buy from you, and even worse, using them could either break the law or see you banned from LinkedIn permanently. My offline today is to start off with telling you what these black hat methods are and how they're different to other LinkedIn cheats and tricks like spam. And then we're going to actually look at why these dark arts methods don't work. They I make connections by. Within that, we'll touch on what happens when LinkedIn catches you using black hat methods. And then we're going to conclude with better white hat ways to get more connections, engagement and clients on LinkedIn. Might as well start off with a big disclaimer right at the top. That way no one's confused about what I'm trying to say today. See, I don't emphasize using any of these black hat methods that I'm going to mention today because they all break LinkedIn's rules and they're unethical. For people who use black hat methods, the benefits are only ever short-lived because people that do LinkedIn marketing properly usually get back to the top and get the results that they want. So you won't get any more business by cheating your LinkedIn connections. Like I said, it's important to recognize these red flag methods because if you do use these cheats, you'll eventually get caught and LinkedIn will close your account permanently. Don't use black hat LinkedIn marketing methods. Okay, preaching over, let's go on to what actually these methods are. So I've covered some of the unscrupulous things that people can do to trick LinkedIn users to connect with them and buy from them in previous learning episodes about spam, using automation, and about LinkedIn scams. These are all on the list of old episodes of learning. So if you're ever curious, have a listen, and you see where this differs to those. See, Black Hat methods are essentially what someone called George Latin defined as any practice that goes against LinkedIn's guidelines. So in an attempt to game the system and beat LinkedIn's algorithms, marketers resort to tactics including scraping, paid connections, struck followers, poor content quality engagement, and spam comments. Anyone who's doing any of these things essentially is using Black Hat LinkedIn method. So at first glance, Black Hat methods promise fast results, and that's why they're tempting. These methods, they drive your ego. They're meant to create hype for you, they're meant to be quick fixes, but ultimately they're unethical. And the fact of the matter is that wherever there's competition and demand as there is on LinkedIn, corruption is never far behind, no matter what the industry is. These shortcuts can and will backfire though. So in the long run, black hat techniques don't work and they're a total waste of money. You can find a catalogue of rogue LinkedIn marketing methods in the LinkedIn search. If you just look for, I want to buy, then you would normally get a list of things that you can buy that you probably wouldn't want to use for your LinkedIn, As I'm going to talk about today. See, I got my list of techniques I'm going to talk about today, mainly from people per hour. For those that don't know people per hour, it's a platform where you find freelancers who are whoring themselves, willing to do anything for money, essentially. Well, they're willing to do work tasks, that are like marketing for money. I did a simple search on there for LinkedIn marketers and lead generation. And I found a sample of services that I'm going to try and cover today. If you look at my blog, you'll see a whole page of graphics of ads that are essentially cut out that have all the services on there. I had to start my search on people per hour at page 15 because there's so many black hat bettors being offered. Today, I'm going to focus on just the top seven most egregious ding-to-marketing cheats that you must avoid and that you should run a mile from if anyone offers them to you. So I warn you now, you have be astonished by number seven on my list. I'm not saying that because it's way down the list. I'm saying that because just when you think you've heard everything and seen all of the tricks and cheats out there for linkedin you find out there are caucus that's never even crossed your mind we'll get to number seven in good time let's work our way through and let's start some sort of methods that you must avoid so the first thing that you must stay clear of is buying connections and followers never buy connections and followers despite the fact that we know buying connections and followers don't work people still continue to pay for followers in the hope that they will get more interactions on the posts and more results from LinkedIn marketing. Look, I know that LinkedIn works well when you have a decent number of connections. That's why LinkedIn normally asks you to start with at least 30 new connections when you open your LinkedIn account. From there on, you do usually have to work actively to reach out to more LinkedIn users to get them to connect with you. And all of that takes a relatively long time because you must get to LinkedIn connection request limits of 100 connections max per week. The people who sell followers are essentially offering you a fast track to look like you have a big network. It's almost like a reward of sizes everything. So with a big network, you can get more visibility in LinkedIn search results because you can rank higher on LinkedIn's algorithms. You also fall into thinking that you're potentially buying a fast track to more engagement and therefore more customers faster. So in reality, as Neil Patel reports, buying followers and connections shows no difference in the amount of shares, likes, and other interactions because buying followers and connections is a stunt. In fact, roughly a third of the connections that you buy will unfollow you immediately if they're human. You can add to this the fact that many of your connections that you have already will probably unfollow you if they see your profile or company page suddenly shut up with random, low-quality connections. The second no-no, second black hat method to avoid is don't pay to add followers to your company page. We know it's important to get people to actually follow your company page, that way they can see and engage with your posts about your business. Personally, I'm not a great fan of LinkedIn company pages because I think no one cares about them unless you're in a big business. And since people on LinkedIn buy into other people, all of the good things on LinkedIn happen on your personal profile, alas. People still buy followers to make the company page look like it's got many people interested and engaged with the business. The typical black hat offer is to help you grow your LinkedIn company page fast. But one that I found on people per hour offers the services when it comes to your LinkedIn company page. They say they will get you post impressions, don't say how many, and they'll also give you a, a thousand new fans. Also, they will increase your visitors, your website, and they will... Li- even get you custom button clicks. So you can basically choose what sort of engagement you want them to apply to your account from your fake followers. But there's no way of saying the truth, which is that having fake followers does absolutely nothing for you or your business. So when I get to these offers on LinkedIn and any other social network to buy followers, I always reply by asking the seller how many purchases they think their followers are gonna make from me in that year. Normally the response is silence. In case you missed my point, fake followers don't spend a penny ever. So while your company page, followers, impressions and engagement may look good on paper, you won't get the website visitors as seller's promise, and you won't get any more business. So the third black hat method that you must be aware of and avoid are people that offer to connect or to help you follow X number of people. So this offer to connect with people, usually in your target audience, it's all about automating your LinkedIn outreach so that you don't have to spend time to send a connection or follow a request message yourself. The sellers will usually promise to send well over 100 connection re- requests per week, which is more than LinkedIn lets you send. Anything that goes, that's offering you over 100 connections per week should be a big red flag in any case. that someone sending you something that will break LinkedIn's rules. Another point to make is that automatically following a huge number of people and hoping that they will follow you back, automatically start start liking. Another point to make is that automatically following a huge number of people on LinkedIn and hoping that they'll follow you back or automatically start liking and commenting your post is fool's gold because that just never happens. I'll tell you also that following people you don't know is basically offering them a one-way visibility benefit. You get to see all their content and a chance to engage with them, and they will never see your content. They'll never get to engage with any of your things that you post or publish on LinkedIn. Now, isn't that just a great deal? Let's move on. So the four things that is a black hat method for LinkedIn is people who buy fake engagement on LinkedIn posts. See, bias of fake likes, comments, and such engagement broadly fall into two camps. They're either arrogant, in which case they know what they're doing, they're aware, or they're ignorant, You know, what they're naive and trusting and think that this helps. See, the motivation, whichever camp you're in, is to gain a perceived influence quickly and easily. See, buying vanity metrics thats the likes and, and comments and your social media posts shows that you think that a LinkedIn user's proof of value and their competence boils down to how your post looks to other people. So and that's just plain dumb. See, it's always better to get a few quality reactions from people who are genuinely interested in your posts and willing to engage with you and your business than to buy rubbish likes and comments. Another issue here is that people who buy fake engagement don't tend to pay attention to the comments section because they know that the reactions are not genuine. But if you're not monitoring your comments and engagement closely enough, you risk losing out big time. Here's how: by relying on fake engagement, you easily miss genuine followers and what they're saying about your profile, your page, or your posts. When you miss out on what's happening on your page, you miss engagement from potential buyers. Worse still, you may miss people who are actually trolling your business. Or to turn your connections by posting spam or on true-stroke fake stories about your business. See, many a big business has fallen foul to this trick in the past because they were still to respond to trolls pumping out messages and normally complaints in the comment sections. Don't become another victim because you paid for engagement on LinkedIn. So on to number five, we're getting there quite quick. So never, ever go for fake endorsements and recommendations on LinkedIn. Look, we know that whether you're online or offline, people use social proof every day to make low risk decisions when we don't have the whole story. I get the fact that in a crowded space like LinkedIn, it's hard to differentiate yourself from others. So you're tempted to fake your credibility to get more LinkedIn connections to buy. In reality, you're always better off building true authority through authenticity. That will lead to legitimate reputation and the potentially more business. It can be tempting to fake reviews for businesses, products and services. Of course it can, but faking your LinkedIn recommendations just gives customers a full sense of security that your service is five stars when it just may not be that good. This black hat tactic doesn't only violate LinkedIn's terms and conditions, it also violates consumer protection from unfair trading regulations. So you can easily find yourself with the Office of Fair Trading or in the trading standards knocking at your door to prosecute you. It really happens, but it can happen if you cheat in your reviews on LinkedIn or any other social platform. So while you may get a temporary boost in in business from false recommendations, the benefits will be short-lived because real customers are also likely to see the fake endorsements or recommendations. And if the personal experience of your business contradicts what they're seeing, what people apparently saying about you, they will quickly chime in with correct information. And when people say that your reviews are fake and lies, you will look silly and ridiculous. So will your business. All right. The six black hat methods to avoid, it sounds so simple, but a lot of people still fall for it. It just amazes me completely. You can't buy leads lists. I love the idea of buying a list of ready-to-buy leads. I mean, after all, who doesn't want customers that are just ready to buy? Except that the concept of leads lists does not exist. I mean, think about it. What's the seller offering you? They're trying to say to you that there are no people who got the credit cards out already, people in big business, who are ready to just buy from you right now. Really? If that were true, I would not be selling the list for anything less than a few thousand pounds, simply because I know how much... Each sale is worth to my clients. I mean, what you like to, to get when you buy a leads list? It's a list of people, maybe on LinkedIn, maybe not, that loosely fit your target market that you can approach on LinkedIn. So you know, essentially, you pay me to give you a list. I give you a list, then you find them on LinkedIn, invite them to connect with you, and then engage them to find that they're interested in what you offer. That sounds a lot like you might as well just do the LinkedIn search yourself. Find the people that you want to do business with, people in your target market, and then go through the connection request process to connect with them, engage them, and then try and build a relationship. You don't actually need the list, list, do you? Now I promise you a core of a black hat method that people use on LinkedIn at number seven. Here it is. Look, if you listen to previous episodes of Learning, then you will know that I tend to think about the episode topics for a long time before I actually sit down to record it. So whilst my podcast produces. At the podcast, guys, I always want my next episode early. I can take as long as I can, well, as long as it takes, really, until fate tells me that it's time to actually get the episode ready and done. As I was preparing to record this episode today, I got a WhatsApp message from a friend of mine. This is that's where this left field black hat method for LinkedIn comes from. My friend, whom I shall not name, told me that he bought a sales navigator subscription on Fiverr, a freelance network for £10. And I'm looking at it thinking, how can that be? But then there's several more messages straight after that. It tells me that subscription worked for a few weeks, and then LinkedIn wiped it from his account, just like that. He said the seller reapplied the subscription, only for LinkedIn to turn it off three weeks later. Unsurprisingly, the seller vanished. My friend then found another seller on Fiverr, who's been providing such services, in other words, providing sales navigators of subscriptions for more than six months. This seller's price was just £6, apparently to add you as a member of their Sales Navigator subscription team. However, LinkedIn wiped the subscription after a few hours. So as soon as it got to my client's account, LinkedIn knew and they would close the subscription down almost instantly. My friend says it was a bit like playing whack-a-mole with LinkedIn. My friend complained that every time that LinkedIn detected and turned off the rogue subscription, to Sales Navigator, he lost all of the saved searches and the messages and the communication that he had going on to Sales Navigator. I can understand that you may not want to pay £70 a month, £69 to be exact, for LinkedIn Sales Navigator. But if you want to find, connect, and engage with your target audience on LinkedIn and get all of LinkedIn's capabilities, you just have to pay same for the Sales Navigator subscription that the rest of us have to. You can use free LinkedIn, well obviously, it's limited in terms of what you, what you can do and who you can find on there. You know, I've never known anyone try to cheat LinkedIn out of money and still want all of the benefits of LinkedIn. Well, we do now. this just goes to show that cheats never prosper on LinkedIn. Let's take a look at some of the fundamental issues with using Black Hat methods on LinkedIn, and why did that actually bring you more business. I'll break it down by the different outcomes that cheaters aim for. Why does buying followers and connections not bring you more business? Here it goes. If you suddenly get a huge number of new connections or followers, be wary because they may be of low quality, what I call randoms, which can hurt your LinkedIn profiles ranking and credibility. Most LinkedIn users don't connect with people based on the number of connections that you have already. We're more interested in the relevance of what you do and whether, you're making our, whether you can make our lives easier. See, there are some LinkedIn users who will not connect with you because you have many connections that I think are just too many. They rather not expose their small, precious, valid network to you and your low-level connections. Let's face it, LinkedIn knows how many connection requests you send and receive. So if your profile or company page suddenly gets many low-quality connections in a short period of time, LinkedIn will notice and potentially they'll punish you and your account. You know, it's not hard to work out who's bought to connections or followers, is it? The simple way for LinkedIn to know whether you've bought fake connections or followers, so simply check your network against other accounts that have very suspicions. So on average, two people might share three to 4% of connections by coincidence. The most I've seen is probably knowing 50 people that someone else knows, those connected with. So when LinkedIn sees that different accounts have near identical connections or followers, they already smell rat. Right and they'll take action on those accounts. What's wrong with buying engagement? LinkedIn, or like almost all social networks, say they have a stake in promoting authentic interactions. And they often aggressively monitor the networks for accounts that violate the terms of use. They give away the interactions with posts are fake. It's often meaningless comments that have no context. Think, hand clap, and fire emojis. Your connections know you've paid for likes and comments when they don't see anyone that they recognize leaving these random reactions on your content. LinkedIn knows when the likes and comments are from people who have not logged into LinkedIn for a long period. They don't see your posts. Then LinkedIn system would trigger that something's wrong. The risk of fake engagement and interactions is why LinkedIn gives greater recognition to users who leave comments that show insight. In other words. The comments are in context and they're relevant to the posts. Last I'll say is that the reason interaction and engagement on posts on social media leads to getting more business is because, well, if I share your content, essentially I'm sharing your posts with my LinkedIn connections, with my network. When I comment in your posts, when I like your posts, there's more chance of my network seeing that post. If more of them see your content, they might actually want to do business with you, might be interested. When it comes to buying followers, you're buying spammy and literally accounts that are not human or that are of very low quality and have very few real human followers. That means they have no one to see your posts. They have no one to help you reach and increase your visibility to. So in reality, when you buy followers, all you're doing is just risking your money and your LinkedIn account for very little gain, if you get any benefit at all. So buying recommendations and endorsements, let's face it, we don't use recommendations and endorsements as a reason why we choose to do business on LinkedIn because normally people who buy for businesses have a process to vet and almost assess every supplier that they could possibly use. Whereas there are many other opportunities to make a difference to buying decisions on LinkedIn. I'm talking about things that you can certainly optimise your profile, that you can show your expertise through your content that you post. Your background and experience section on LinkedIn can say a lot about you, that people are actually interested in. And the people in your LinkedIn network also say a lot about who you are and what you can achieve or what you can provide. You're much better to focus on improving this aspect of your LinkedIn presence than wasting time buying recommendations on LinkedIn that do nothing for your LinkedIn connections. Okay, so if we're not going to cheat on LinkedIn, what are the alternative white hat LinkedIn methods that we can use? When it comes to building your connections on LinkedIn, LinkedIn will tell you that you should always connect with people that you know already to start off with at least, whether that's colleagues, friends, suppliers, customers, or people in your social professional network. I think this is the start of a patient approach to building your network that will pay off in the long run. So while I also think focusing on people you know largely wastes LinkedIn's capabilities and have a chance to connect with potential new customers. Patient approach is the only way to build your LinkedIn network in this day and age when LinkedIn actively discourages us from making lots of new connections fast. So I dare say it's always been the case that on social networks, like LinkedIn, can't build your network to the size and at the speed at which you could do years ago anymore. We just have to get used to the reality that what we're being asked to do on social networks these days is pay for advertising to build a potentially profitable network and to get more visibility to, to people consistently. If you don't pay, you can't play essentially. Facebook does it, LinkedIn does it, Twitter will soon start doing it. That's just how social media is, sadly. So how do you get more engagement? without cheating, that's not rocket science. Essentially promote, create and promote your posts with original images, videos, and other interactive information. I mean, that's how to grow your audience organically. It's the same way that other big brands have done it in the past. See, I will say like a good way to increase your visibility will get more people to actually see your posts and therefore increase the chance of engaging more people. is to post about trending topics on LinkedIn mental health week, then do a mental health week post, mental health post. There's so many different trending topics. You can easily do a search on the platform, see what's trending, and then create a post accordingly. I, I can't be bothered myself. You know, I just go with, I've got a posting schedule. I've got a marketing strategy, which I stick to. Something better comes up that I might want to post that's more engaging. I might change my strategies slightly, but I don't chase trending topics. So we can also use tools like Sales Navigator, Boost Post, and LinkedIn ads to target LinkedIn users who may have more interest in your industry, in your products, and your service. If you can try and put your post in front of them, your target audience in other words, they're more likely to engage with your post and to stick around to see and share what you have to say. So when people make decisions to buy, like I said earlier, endorsements or recommendations is not really top of their mind. Because we buy based on who you are, how we feel about you and other emotional, sometimes intangible feelings. Your recommendations are at the end of the world. That said, you can actively encourage customers and employees to endorse you and leave recommendations. Rather than filling the internet with misleading, rubbish, fake endorsements and comments and recommendations, and encourage your customers to leave feedback on your LinkedIn profile and LinkedIn company page. And you can get feedback both online and offline by placing signs at your business asking for feedback on LinkedIn. If you're extra keen, you can include include your LinkedIn accounts on your business cards, in your emails, and other correspondence to raise awareness of how important the recommendations and endorsements are to you. See so why you can't pay for reviews by law. In the UK, anyway, you can incentivize customers by offering discounts and other promotions for those who leave reviews on your LinkedIn account. While it may be tempting to try black hat methods to raise your LinkedIn profile and company page, these quick fixes generate very little return on investment and they come with a huge risk of getting caught. Either by LinkedIn, by the law, or by other LinkedIn users who then think you are a despicable or a disreputable person. You should avoid using the outdated and untrusted techniques on LinkedIn and indeed any other social network. As I said earlier, it's imperative that you recognize these red flags because if you use these cheats, you will eventually get caught and LinkedIn will close your account permanently. I say again, don't use black hat LinkedIn methods. People will find out if you're fake, you see. That's why authenticity is key on LinkedIn. You want to get more customers. Instead of looking for ways to gain the system, seek to try the true methods for increasing your LinkedIn presence. It may take more effort on your part, may take more time, but long-term benefits are well worth it in the end. And I'll say to you now, is happy LinkedIn marketing. that's all for today's episode of Learning with Me and Media. As always, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please give us a like if you have and hit subscribe or notifications. So that way you'll be the first to know when the next episode drops in a couple of weeks. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Learning Podcast. Please like, share and subscribe to this podcast to stay ahead of your competition on LinkedIn and head to global.media.com to find out more.